0: There is such a thing as continuously preparing and planning and doing the work of maybe thinking about doing something but not actually doing it, and this can happen in every area of life. And it happens with sacred spiritual practices too. I see really frequently, actually, in the kind of world of feminine spirituality witchery, I see where people do a lot of the things and take very little action on actually creating the life they wish to be living and all the reasons that they're using the tools, uh, you know, to bring different things about in their life, very little action on those things and a whole lot of doing. And this is when spirituality, witchery becomes a crutch and not a tool. We know that you were born magical, we know that you are intuitive, and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome to another episode of Expedition to Soul. Uh, today we're talking about spirituality, witchery, sacred practice, collecting all the tools as a crutch and yeah, nothing else. (laughs) Uh, There are like probably everybody listening here has this experience in some area of life, whether it is that you like read all of the books on a topic and then don't really take action on it though. Or this is like, I do this with cookbooks. I will buy all of these cookbooks and monthly meal plans and whatever. And actually I've gotten better at it, but it's taken me like, I don't know, 20 years (laughs) where 20 years of buying cookbooks and meal plans before I actually started cooking. And this can happen too with tarot decks, with crystals, with more meditations and things, right? Where we do all, we buy all this stuff. Maybe we use it to some extent. Maybe we use it a lot, but don't act on The things that we are, the information we're gleaning from the tools that we are working with, right? And that's where I think that spirituality actually becomes a crutch and it's just like a hobby thing as opposed to something that can be anchored into your life to help you get where you want to go. Build more trust, build more confidence, build more space, expand your energy and capacity to receive. So let's talk about this a little bit. How how do you know, how do we know that we're kind of using the tools as a crutch as opposed to using them for, again, amplifying your energy, um, elevating your capacity to receive, uh, healing your wounds and changing the world for generations to come? How do we know? Well, asking more and more questions of tarot, of your guides, pulling more divination readings, right? Just like constantly asking questions, constantly asking for feedback and not seeing any growth or changes in your actual life meditating more and more and more to get better and better at meditating, so to speak. But again, not seeing any impact from this on your life, buying more and more crystals, like this crystal is good for healing the heart or something, but like your heart never feels healed. These are all signs that we're just kind of doing the thing of buying the tools, um, reading about the tools, learning about the tools, but not using them for the purposes that we are invested in them to begin with. So I want to talk you through today what it would look like, what it actually looks like to use our tools in a sacred practice in a practical, meaningful way. This is what I think we do different than like so many other people in the Education around spirituality and the sacred feminine and witchery. This is why I think we we really shine at this and do it better than anybody else that I know of. Because we do combine the practical with the magical, with the um, sacred bond energetically sort of stuff. Like we combine these together very, very well. Now, we do teach a framework for this, and I'm going to tell you about some parts of it today. We're going to start right in the middle of the framework. So, our framework typically starts with the idea of setting intentions, working with a new moon. We're going to start at the full moon today. Now, how can we create a sacred practice that is not a crutch and really builds trust in ourselves to take action on all the information we're gleaning from our tarot cards, from meditation, from guides, the energy that we are looking to connect with, with a crystal. How do we actually use this instead of getting stuck in just trying another thing, reading another book, doing, you know, learning more. So if we think about the full moon, this is where we release so we can manifest. So at the full moon, The moon's illuminated, so we're having this solar energy of the sun really illuminating our inner emotional body, a perfect time to see our shadows, and we want to release the pieces of ourselves, of our energy, our energetic attachments. We want to release those that are keeping us from going where we want to go, and this is where the manifestation part comes in, where the creation part comes in. We're releasing so we can create. So at a full moon, we can use our tools like tarot. We can do a crystal meditation to get a message from, the, from Earth or from the energy of the crystal. We can connect to guides, whatever your process is. You can do this at the full moon and ask, what am I not seeing about my shadow that's attaching me to my current circumstance? And if maybe for you, you've been really wanting to work on decluttering your home or something for example now this one hits home for me cuz i'm my house is small always working on that declutter game <laughs> constantly flexing that muscle And so at the full moon, we can ask to illuminate our shadow part. We can use the tools, again, tarot, meditation, our crystals for messages, working with our guides. We can, somatic witchery, I talked about that on the last episode of the podcast. You can go for a walk and ask for your higher self to unveil what you need to know while on that walk, or the plant allies, or your your guides again, or God, whoever it is you talk to. Or ask for guidance from, you can use somatic witchery to do this. So at a full moon, what do I need to release? And if in the my example of decluttering, we might think, well, you obviously need to declutter your stuff, but there is something energetically about you that allowed it to get to that place to begin with. Like something energetically about you is keeping the attachment to what is. And even if you didn't, if you live in a circumstance in my declutter example where maybe like you didn't you truly didn't allow it, it's something that happened and you really had no control over like that could be very true in any area of life, that something happens to us that we did not ask for, we did not allow, and it's sort of a circumstance we've been placed in, then we're assessing our energetic attachment to it. So what's my energetic attachment to the clutter, to the stories attached to the clutter? What's my energetic attachment to all of that? And then I can ask for that to be revealed at the full moon. And I want to reveal this so I can shift it, so I can transform it, so I can release it and make space to invite in what I want, which is less clutter, which is the feeling of freedom in a living space, right? In this example, anyway. So at the full moon, we can use our tools with purpose. We know what we're doing here. We're not just free falling into another tarot spread because it's a full moon. We are taking, what do I need to shift in my life? What is making me feel constricted, restricted in my energy so that I can't live the way I want to live? And we do this at a full moon. Now, there's so much more to shadow work than this. It's a very layered topic. There are a a big deep dive you can do into shadow work, which, of course, you know, we teach this in Holistic Witchery. And today, just know, ask, what do I, what am I not seeing about my energetic attachments to this story, to this situation? Then that's our full moon sort of energy. Now, we have a third quarter moon energy, which we would lean into next, following a, a systematic flow of A framework for this work really helps you to use the tools that you've spent so much money on, helps you to utilize them in a way that makes you feel connected, makes you feel sacred, makes you feel spiritual and like a witch, but also allows you to make the change in your life. So we have our full moon. Then we have our third quarter moon energy, and this is where we dream, it's where we vision, it's where we ideate for what is next for us. And with this energy, again, we can meditate on our future selves, meditate on our um, our heart energy and like what our heart is showing us the path forward, the next step for us. that we may not have thought of, we can ask our crystals and, and create a beautiful crystal grid or crystal mandala, and then connect to the energy of that and meditate on that and open this like portal of vision to see what might be next on our journey or a truth within us, a path that we'd like to traverse that we haven't even admitted to ourselves that we'd like to traverse. We can use our somatic, witchery. We can do dream journaling at this time, right? So again, all of these sacred practice tools that we can do again and again and again as a crutch or just kind of as something to do because we feel like we learned about it and we should do it, building it into a framework helps us to take what we're doing, use it meaningfully, and apply it to our actual everyday lives. Then we have our new moon energy. And after we have done the shadow work, we've sort of created this vision for the future, opened ourselves up to future possibilities we didn't even know that we wanted. Then we have the new moon energy where we say, all right, I have this vision. How does that feel? How do I want to feel? And then what are the actions I need to take, the goals I need to set up to feel that way? And we can, again, use our tarot at the new moon. We can go. The new moon is a beautiful time to actually just kind of like receive your inner messages. Um, Again, to kind of channel your inner self, your higher self, practice your intuition to rest, do more dream journaling at the new moon. Beautiful for that as well, especially on the day of the new moon when it's like totally dark in the sky. So now we know how we want to feel. We can use our tools again to help us put words to that. We can look through our tarot cards and the images and the stories of the tarot to help us put words and images to the way we want to feel. Then we have the first quarter moon energy, which is all about taking action. And this is the perfect time to incorporate somatic witchery into your life and like do things with your body to connect to the way you want to be. So if you were to take like, the Queen of Cups, for example, and then put on a Queen of Cups playlist and ask yourself, how how what would the Queen of Cups listen to? What would the Queen of Swords listen to? What would they dance it out to? Or the King of Pentacles, you know, for thinking about abundance. What is his playlist? What is her playlist? What am I dancing to here? What energy am I embodying? What does it feel like to dress like the King of Pentacles in my life and take charge of my material world? Um, and integrate that energy into who I am. What does it feel like to be the, I don't know, the crystal queen of citrine? What would the crystal queen of citrine dress like? What is it? you hold this piece of citrine for abundance? And tap into that energy. And this is what we're doing at the first quarter moon taking action. And we can look to our tools for inspiration on that action. It's also a beautiful time to work on your energy centers and identify, you know, where you might be shrinking your energy instead of amplifying it out where you might not be trusting yourself where you might be second guessing yourself. And this is why, again, we bring all of this practical healing work to the magical tools that we're using. So they don't just become these things that you're using. And then you feel frustrated because you have all the crystals, you have all the tarot cards, you don't think you're using them right. Nothing seems to be lining up. And when we have an actual system for using these tools, for one, we use them. And for two, we can start to see in our life how the tools and the sacred practices are impacting us and actually doing the things that we want to have happen in our lives, like helping create them into being because we're using the tools as support, not as some crutch or something that we spent money on and just sits there and collects dust. So, I think that any spiritual practice can become a crutch. And this goes to all religious practices too. It's like um, somebody who might read the Bible like all day, every day, but, you know, never, never, never has a conversation with somebody um, about the regrets in their life or like wanting to apologize or uh, telling somebody that they, how they feel about something and like would like an apology, right? Right. So the stories of the Bible and integrating them or reading them, but then not integrating them, like not going out and being of service, not helping your neighbor, not not you know, spreading your faith if that's part of your faith, right? Just like reading it over and over again becomes a habit, as opposed to something you are integrating into your life. And so when you're using tarot cards and crystals, and you're working with the moon, and you're meditating, and you're trying to grow your spiritual gifts, and you are looking to be more intuitive or a medium, and you're just reading about it, and you're collecting more information, you're collecting more crystals, and you're collecting more oracle cards, and more tarot cards, and more journal prompts, but you don't have a structure for using it in your life, it becomes more and more information that then leads you to second guess yourself more and more and more because you feel like you don't know enough yet because you've already consumed so much, but nothing's changing. You're not making progress. Therefore, you must need to know more. Oh, that sentence was exhausting. And that is not the case. It's just become like a learning crutch. It's just become another thing to hold yourself back on. So we have these frameworks for expansion. We call it our 5i expansion spiral because it does help you expand, it helps you expand in all areas of your life. And I just gave you some tips today on how to use pieces of that. So just go back through and listen to some of the steps I gave you for some quick and hot ideas on how to use the tools that you have to really amplify your spiritual practice, connect to these, the tools that you have to help create where you want to be in your life. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. All right, if any of that like really sounds like you and you're like, yes, I need frameworks and things like this, just reach out. We've got um, resources. We've got amazing programs and community. And in fact, uh, our membership program is opening for registration once per year to people who are not in our Holistic Witchery program. And that is coming up very soon. So you'll wanna keep your eyes on your email this weekend if you're listening to this in real time. It's uh, November, 2023 then you're going to want to peep your email because something's coming your way. But Holistic Witchery is really where it's at, where we can dive deep, help you out. You get the community. We're in there um, coaching in the comments and on our live classes that we teach twice per year to support the community. It is the best value hands down out there in learning like in like learning environments in the virtual online world. And uh, we're really proud of it. And we'd love to welcome you in. So just let us know if you want info and we will get it to you. All right. So get out there, use your tools, integrate them into your being and expand your energy into the version, the next chapter of you. It's a great time of year to do that next chapter of you and your life. Rewrite those stories. You were born magic. Your only job is to stay that way. Thanks for hanging with me. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. There are new episodes every Tuesday. And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the Sisters Enchanted. And we'll see you in the next episode.